let's talk about healing, hope, and the possibility of afterlife. As we all will go through some kind of loss at one point in our life, and we will need help to get through it, even if you don't think you do. We're here to help you find your light at the end of the tunnel. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Is there life after death? That is the big question that we all have. And when we die, you know, the big question is really, are, do we cease to exist or do we go on to another realm? That's the fun kind of stuff we talk about, isn't it, Trisha? <laughs> yes, it is. That's right. And that is why we are reading Hello from Heaven by Bill and Judy Guggenheim, a book full of personal stories from people who believe that they have been contacted by spirits, their loved ones that have passed. It's so beautiful to read. After death communication, which we're going to refer to as ADCs in this book, they break it down into uh, 12 types and sensing a presence is the first chapter. It's also the most common type of ADC. The sensing is just when you feel like an intuitive awareness or knowing that a presence or your loved one is near you. And the experience can bring a person who has it so much peace and warmth. That's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And for me personally, I haven't had that experience, but maybe you have, I don't know yet, but (laughs) since we haven't gotten into it, but reading these beautiful stories that people have had, there was one that stood out the most to me. And I just want to read it a little bit just to give you guys some little taste of this book of what it is, because I think that will draw you in a little bit and maybe go pick up that book. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Nancy is a nurse in Alabama. She needed encouragement and inspiration. Two years after her nine-year-old son, Jason, died of leukemia, she received an urgent call from her sister saying that Brandon... Her eight-year-old nephew had been killed by a car while he was riding his bicycle. So she left North Carolina the next day to attend the funeral. She brought the poem that was given to her when her son, Jason, died. It helped her through the darkest times. Her family wanted her to read this poem at Brandon's graveside, but she was very uneasy because She didn't know if she could make it through the service. I did a lot of soul searching and praying, asking for guidance and strength. As she read the poem, she suddenly felt the presence of Jason and Brandon. Jason was on her left side and Brandon was on her right side. I know they were there. She had an overwhelming sense of love and caring and a very calm, serene feeling intuitively I felt they were helping me get through this difficult time. So they, the boys came to help her during that time where she had to, who likes to be at a funeral and read something or say something in a funeral. That's the most difficult thing to do. And having those boys there with her must've helped her tremendously. And I think that's so beautiful that they came in at that time for her. Yeah. It helps bring peace for sure. 
just when you need it. You don't have to be a psychic or a medium to experience it. It just happens. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, I haven't had any experience. Have you had any presence? I know you have the medium kind of ship in you, but do you have, have you ever felt the present of a loved one? I don't think I have. And not to the way that my cousin explained that she felt her brother sort of, you know, hug her or like a warm embrace. And then the friend of ours who lost her son last year also felt sort of a a warm embrace. And I know that has brought them a lot of comfort. I haven't had that kind of a feeling, although what I think is still similar in sensing a presence is I have felt the side of my bed till done. And I, I know you've talked about that too, with your dogs. And that is a a different kind of sensing their presence because you were aware and you accepted and you knew your dog was there. Right. Yeah. That's the only kind of sensing I had. It was my dog, but I didn't put those two together, but probably I should have, but that's okay. That's why we talked this out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you just don't know, you know, until you really sit there and think about it because they aren't things that we are remembering off the top of our head so that we can have conversations with people about them because we usually hide it and don't talk about it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So when having that experience with my one dog that I had to put to sleep, yeah, she curled up behind my legs at night when we were going to sleep and I felt that. And I think that gave me peace too, because I didn't know if I was did the right thing at that time. And having that her there gave me that peace like she was like, it's okay. I'm happy. I'm comfortable now. Right. I'm, she's no longer in pain. So it was a great feeling to have that now that I was put to put those two together. But right. No, and that's fine. And I think sometimes it may not even be an awareness of a, of a feeling like an emotion. You just might kind of have an idea or feeling that they're around. I did have that at a funeral when I was by a casket with some other friends and we felt that he was right there with us and we laughed about it, which we realized after the fact that it didn't look very good for us to be standing and right. get laughing. <laughs> exactly. But, but everybody handles their grief differently too. And what we were doing was actually remembering the joy that he brought us because he was kind of a funny guy. And when we stood there together, something just, you know, tickled us and we thought, oh, I bet that's him and he's right here. And you know, we felt like he was right there with us and we shared in that moment and busted out laughing and it felt good. I, I really hope we didn't insult or hurt or offend anyone else who was there, but it was, I think, a gift or a blessing from him, certainly. That's what's neat about this book, Hello from Heaven, is the collection of stories. And in this first chapter, Sensing, One of the things that I wanted to do was use our wisdom app that we are on now. And those of you who haven't heard us talk about it, you can download a wisdom app. And there are a lot of great speakers on different topics. It's like having a radio in your pocket. I just (laughs) pull my phone out anytime I want to talk and just talk. And I have people call in. So I have guests. And so I'm just taking this minute to promote the wisdom app because this would also be a great way for us to get your sound bites on our podcast. Yeah. So the other day I was talking live and about this topic and asking if there was anyone that wanted to come on our podcast and share their story. And I had someone right away call in. His name was Will. 
gave me permission to share his story. And I have a clip of that here that I'm going to play for us right now. And he mm. actually tells two stories. So I'll break it up. But this first one was just his experience with feeling or sensing a presence. Can't wait to hear. Okay. But this is a really deep, profound, personal story that I've rarely shared like a handful of people. And, uh, Things aren't really secret. Some things are just sacred. It's not that it's a secret. It's just that this story is close to my heart. I don't just share it at the grocery store kind of thing. Um, so I think, you know, and what's what's sacred is safe. Like when we hold it close to our heart, it's safe. It's protected. Um, sometimes we we hide things, but that's not what this is about. This is just holding it sacred. So anyway, I had this field behind my house and... I like to go out there and meditate. There's these big, tall, I'm going to just say it in case anybody knows what it is. It's called mullen. It's this, they get these big spikes on it and the leaves are like very soft and velvety. It's like an ancient, like dinosaurs probably lived where that plant used to grow. Anyway, I was meditating because I was working on getting ready to record my first album. I do music for kids and I was recording my first album. I was kind of going out and meditating just out in the field. And I was kind of meditating and there was this real sense of like this gentleness or this gentle, you know, gentle. I was thinking, wow, I want more of this kind of feeling. And now I realize that what it was, I'm kind of bouncing around. I'm already telling you in the end of the story. But I, I realized that a lot of it is that's who my natural essence is. It's, it was the, my peace, this peaceful presence, our natural true nature. I was experiencing that gentleness and the softness and the unconditional love and all this and I felt this hand on my shoulder it felt like really very real and of course there wasn't anybody there but didn't necessarily hear a voice but it it, it, it was very clear and loud in my head and the voice I heard is we are equal partners and again I can interpret it at the time it was just like oh that was interesting you know and actually, it was kind of like, I was like, oh, I want more of this. I want more of this gentleness, yeah. right? So I think it's funny that he both sensed and heard, which we will yeah. also be getting to a section of hearing spirits or someone from the other side as well. Right. And just having that, have, hearing him talk about it, it's like he felt his dad's hand. It was yeah. just, you're like, wow, how can he actually feel the hand when there's right. no actual body there right sometimes it is hard to believe that you can actually feel it but we know it happens but you sometimes it's just like how the heck did they do that like <laughs> these spirits like it's beautiful that they can come and give you peace from that so his story was beautiful and thank you for sharing it with us on that and that reminds me, I did have a feeling and an experience similar to that at church camp probably middle school. I think it was a friend's church camp too, because my church camp didn't have, it must've been a Catholic one. Cause we had the, you kneel down the praying things, which yeah. my church didn't have. And I love those, but there were, there must've been more than a dozen of us. And we were all kneeling down on these things. And there was one person standing to lead the worship. And afterwards, when we just casually were discussing the feeling or the experience from that prayer that he was leading, someone casually said kind of a thank you to the person leading the worship for putting their hand on their shoulder. And we realized we all felt the hand on our shoulder. 
And he said it was not him. Oh, wow. And there were 12 of us and he had two hands. Right. And so he can't be touching everybody at the same time. And we all felt so similar to what Will talked about. We felt a very comforting hand on our shoulder that was very loving. And we all took it as like we were selected by this one person leading worship for him to lay his hand on us when in fact we were all feeling that from some higher power. And that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Thinking about it too, I did I did go to this one church a while ago, and this was before even I would say my mom passed. I'm not, I don't think my mom had passed at that time, but he was saying, if you were feeling that spirit right there and now to come forward. And I had that sense of going forward because I felt that sense of presence in his, the room. I felt his presence and I I'll just say Jesus's presence. I know a lot of people will be like, Jesus, really? How you feel Jesus's presence, but it just like overwhelmed you. Like it came over me Mm -hmm. and it was just like, wow. And even the pastor came up to me and he's, he's like, I can, he felt it around me too. So I was like, okay, what I'm feeling is truly his spirit around me. And that's when I first started really believing in everything and going to church and, that helped me get into it a little bit. Yeah. These are experiences that are invisible and they're not tangible. And you think they're crazy unless you've experienced yourself and then you get it. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just thinking about that one too, because I never, even again, I didn't put those two and two together, but right. I was just going, you know what I did. I have felt that presence from a loved one. And I would say Jesus is a loved one because he, right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, Will that we were talking to had another way to explain or tell the story of sensing his dad around him. So I have another clip I'm going to play. Okay. I had kind of an experience with my dad that passed away when I was really young, when I was 16. I'll just be graphic. My dad committed suicide when when I was 16. He was my best friend. And so it was very abrupt, very unexpected. Ended up running our family business when I was 16, you know. Anyway, it was it was kind of challenging, but I was really always really close to my dad. And I don't know, talk about like grief and loss. I'll, I'll, I'll just share this little tidbit of this too, but it's like, I don't always share my story. It kind of triggers people when I tell people that. But between the age of 14 and 24, I was a pallbearer eight times. And that didn't include my dad's funeral. That's like in back when people actually carried caskets. That's not just going to a funeral. That's actually carrying the casket. And everybody was, most of them were really abrupt, quick things like that. It wasn't until in the last few years I've actually like gone through the dying process with somebody. So just to giving you that context that I have a lot of experience with grief and with loss. And just a quick side note, one of my best friends that I went to school with and stuff and lived with for a while, he got killed in a head-on car accident, like when Mm. I was like 20 or something like that. But it was interesting because I never felt loss or grief from him. It's a longer story to explain why, but he, you know, he lived his life the way he lived his life. And I never felt disconnected from him. I never felt like lost from him. So maybe in that context of what you're working on, it was interesting because I didn't, didn't feel the loss or disconnection from him, which was different from anybody else that has ever 
past. So with my dad, felt like at some point it was sort of like, you know how you, you hear people say, you know, turn around, go back to the light kind of thing, <laughs> right, right. you know, and it was like, on one level, yeah, I was clinging to him for years and years and, you know, his presence and, and stuff like that. And there was a point where I was feeling like, you know, I had processed a lot of it and I wasn't triggered and, and stuff about it so emotionally, but it felt like there was like part of his spirit that was lingering on me or clinging to me. And this is where it gets really interesting. And that's, I hope this would be helpful for you and maybe the people on your podcast, but the vision that I had, it's hard to explain just with audio, but if you just hold out your hand, like you hold out your hand with your fingers stretched out. And a lot of times we think of each other as like, say the individual fingers, you know, we're separate fingers. So this finger is trying to love that finger and that finger is trying to, but if you follow your fingers down, they're all connected in the one palm. So I got to this place with my dad of, it wasn't like, oh, go away, we're done or we're finished or whatever. It's like, quit trying to cling to me on the surface and let's go down into the ocean, into the bottom in the depth and stay connected where we are connected, which is our source. So just like we're all connected in the palm of, your, of, our, cool. of my hand in that metaphor. So now I use that with every relationship, everybody. It's like if we, whenever it starts to feel clingy or it starts to feel like loss or or missing them, you know, this is maybe is a gift I'm giving to you right now is whenever I feel lost or disconnected from somebody, I realize, oh, I can just meet them in the source of my being. We can just meet together in that space where we're connected. So I think that's cool. I've never heard that analogy before. Yeah, I think it is neat and almost gives me the visual of like a tree. Oh, yeah. So like, it's all connected in this one whole source. And I, it is a beautiful thing to hear that somebody else has felt and is helping them get through their losses. Thank you, Will, for sharing your, your stories with us so we can share it with our listeners. It's very profound on everything that you just said. So thank you. Those are the kind of speakers that are on the wisdom map. He's also a, a life coach, I believe. So there's a lot of really deep thinkers on there. And yes. they, <laughs> they do have other categories that I'm just not tuned into that might be more lighthearted or, you know, fun, whimsical. <laughs> but of course, you know, I pay attention to the meditation, self-development, spiritual. That's the stuff I listen right. to. So those are the people that I'm following or that are following us. And I also, in that same talk that day, there was a minor that called in and she shared a story of losing her mother when she was one years old, but she's always felt her around her. In fact, one night recently, she felt like her mother's thumb rub on her cheek. Oh, that's sweet. And it was when she felt her mother or needed to feel her mother near her for support. She's been very independent, apparently. And when she gets sick and her dad's working, she will get herself on a bus and go to the hospital, which she did not too long ago when she got really sick and was worried she had COVID or something. So it was an interesting story that, you know, she got to call in and, and share. That's great. I mean, this is helping people heal from telling you the, these stories when they're talking to you or when, when we're talking on it together, we can't really talk to uh, the guests at that time. But, but hearing these stories, I mean, 
who would have thought, oh, a mom would come and just comfort her with a touch on the cheek or a touch on the shoulder from your dad, right? You know, or that hug from your brother. And yeah. it's, yeah, we all want that, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I get chills, right? I just got chills right now. I'm just thinking about that. Hoping at one time in my life, I will feel yeah. that yeah. and know that experience. Well, and that's why you and I chose to break this book down. It's going to be 12 weeks, I guess, since they have 12 types of ADCs after death communications. And I'm going to be continuing to go on the wisdom app and look for stories. And I encourage anyone listening to download the wisdom app and look for us. Trisha and Misty are on there and wonder spirituality. I believe they are. It is a new app. It's a little clunky. They just started it. They will be getting improvements to it soon. They've taken suggestions and they're, they're working on, you know, because right now I don't know if it's that easy to actually search us, but you know, come look for us, come look for us, hop on a call. If you know, if we're there, call in. Yeah. Listen to other speakers. They all have great things to share with you that might help you in whatever situation you may be in. Mm-hmm. But, and also for next week, what we're going to be talking about is the voice audio. So if you've heard your loved one in any kind of way, I, well, that's what we're going to be reading and talking about for next week's podcast. Will talked about that a little bit and yeah. hearing them say we are equal. Yeah. I have heard my dad. I have heard voices. So I have more to say on that one. Yes. <laughs> we could do that that next, next week. Yes. That's right. And I'm going to be popping in and out random times. I don't have a schedule, but I am going to be popping in and out of the wisdom app and looking for people to come on and share their story. So, you know, look for us or email us or write us. If you have a story you want to share and you want to be heard on the wisdom app about hearing your loved one, we'll figure a way to get your story out there so people can hear it will help others. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. Our podcast, Surviving Death and Dying, is available worldwide on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Amazon Audible, Listen Note, Facebook, YouTube, and more. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com, where we have links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. We did it again. We survived death and dying. Another episode. Because we believe life and love never dies.